This is the premier podcast for late model dirt track racing. This is Forward Bite, hosted by superfan and actual know-it-all Kyle Armstrong on the Speed Sport Podcast Network. Welcome back to another edition of the Forward Bite Podcast. I'm Kyle Armstrong. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the results from this past weekend, and we've got a special exclusive interview coming up with Anthony Sanders here on the podcast. Well, this weekend, the World of Outlaws were in action at Mississippi Thunder Speedway in Fountain City, Wisconsin, for the first time in the series history, where Brandon Shepard picked up the win on Friday night and sat over uh, over Brent Larson. Brent Larson actually uh, took the lead there and pulled away and looked like, man, Brent Larson could be on his way to a to a twelve thousand dollar payday there over uh, or twelve thousand five hundred dollar payday over over Shepard and the rest of the World of Outlaws, but. But uh, Brandon Shepard, of course, got around him late in the going there and pulled it off. And Brandon Shepard picked up his first uh, official points win of the year in the World of Outlaws Series and 70th win of his career in the World of Outlaws Late Model Series. Jimmy Mars was third that night. On Saturday night, Chris Smokey Madden out of Gaffney, South Carolina, picked up the win over Ryan Gustin, Brandon Shepard, Kyle Strickler, and Tim McCready rounding out the top five. That race paid $22,500 to win. And uh, Chris Madden, you know, of course, he's never been to that track. So I uh, went out there, and it was actually it was a really good race for second. You never knew who was going to be in second, but Chris Madden pretty much just pulled away and uh, got the job done. In other action, on Friday night, the spring nationals that was going to happen at With Raceway, it got rained out. Uh, a lot of guys were looking forward to going that. It's it's unfortunate. You know, they were going to have that race earlier in the year, and it got rained out too, and then this was the makeup for that, and got rained out. So, unfortunate circumstances there, but the Southern All-Stars were in action at Boyd Speedway, Ringgold, Georgia, where Michael Page picked up the win. The Comp Cams Tour was at Batesville Motor Speedway for the Bad Boy 98, where Jonathan Davenport swept the weekend, winning $5,000 on Friday night and $12,000 on Saturday for a cool $17,000 payday this weekend on a weekend when the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series was off. So Jonathan Davenport went there, and the Lucas Oil regulars went to a lot of different tracks uh, this weekend, but uh, you know it's good to see. And also Jimmy Owens got a win on Saturday night at smoky mountain speedway in the spring nationals series ray cook series ten thousand fifty three to win brandon overton was second at smoky mountain with dale mcdowell finishing third mike marler was fourth donald mcintosh was fifth randy weaver was sixth hudson o'neill was seventh pretty good show there uh you know typical smoky mountain it was a lot big crowd of people there they loved their racing out there it was a good show a lot of let's see what some other races were this past weekend. Congratulations to Garrett Alberson picking up the Mars win over at LaSalle in LaSalle, Illinois. You know, he's been on the road helping Earl Pearson Jr. these last few years and kind of getting back in the seat and uh, driving. And he's learned a lot, I guess, from the from doing the wrenching on EPJ stuff and uh, went to Victory Lane. So that was cool to see him win. Congratulations to Will Harrington also picking up the Crate Racing USA event down at Needmore Speedway in Norman Park, Georgia, paying 10000 to win. Him and Brian Green and the boys got the job done down there. Pretty cool to see them come out on top. And then, of course, the Ironman North Series was at Atomic Speedway this weekend where Devin Moran got the job done and picked up $13,004 to win there. That was the Jackie Boggs Memorial event. Pretty good show there, actually, too. So This weekend, though, I went to Cherokee Speedway for the Ultimate Super Late Model Series, and 
and got to see the 5,000 to win Big Chief 40 event. Man, that was a great show, man. Uh, Chris Ferguson was probably the class of the field. He set fast time and uh, was looking like he was going to win the thing. Ben Watkins, who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, he he was uh, running second, and he was a hard charger there, and he passed Chris Ferguson and actually led a few laps there, and probably, probably 10 or 15 laps into the race, led probably five or six laps, and Chris Ferguson got back by him. And then uh, Ross Bells got up to second. Uh, late in the race there, Chris Ferguson was running right in the groove and really, really abusing his right rear tire. I don't know if he cut it down or what, but it was only a 40-lap race. You wouldn't really think tires would have been a factor, but uh, with uh, coming out of turn four, coming to the white flag, his right rear tire decided that it had, had enough. And Ross Bells went low. Chris Ferguson turned his car low and big a anthony sanders was right there to capitalize on the moment and he went around both of them on the outside now big a's leading the points in the ultimate series and he was content to run third but he was able to pull off the win and we were able to catch up with him after the race right place right time tonight anthony sanders picked up the win here at cherokee speedway for the ultimate super late model series big chief 40 and padded his points lead a little bit what do you think about that tonight anthony Man, it finally feels good to win a race. Uh, was it in the right place at the right time? I hate that for Chris, but I've lost something like that before, so I'll take them in where I can get them. And definitely good points tonight. We've been pretty consistent all year, so we're going to try to just keep sending out a little bit because we're going to have a bad race eventually, so we got to try to get as many points as we can. Yeah, you came into the night, you know, you've been really consistent all year in the points and came into the night leading the points, and you look like you were just content to run third there. But Good shot, buddy. I like that content to run third but man you uh there at the end the door opened up and you uh you picked it up man I, and i and i think you solidified your shot of the title this year in that race right there yeah i was definitely happy with third about halfway through there i got the third on one of them starts and i mean we had a second place car i feel like i was a little better than ross but we were not gonna get by him unless something happened and i held about 10 laps ago i was like i'm ready for it to be over with i'll take third and go home and then come off turn two and i saw chris have a flat and I was hoping they was going to stay at the bottom, and I just drove by them both on the outside and just made it work. It was awesome, man. Everybody was jumping up and down up there pulling for you, man. It was a, it was a good deal to see you finally get a win. Now, that was that was your first career super late model win, wasn't it? Yes, sir. We've been doing this stuff for about 10 years now, and it finally feels good to get one. I've seen you win some crate races and stuff like that, but, man, super late models, I know it's a, it's a hard road. And also, open trailer mafia, man. You're right here in between some big, nice stacker haulers and everything, and you pulled it off with an open trailer. That's all it takes, right? I don't matter how you get there. It's just how you run. But, yeah, we definitely uh, – it's an uphill battle every week for us. We got a 2016 car and a small motor, and it just – it takes everything we can to run with these boys. But, damn it, we're going to do it, and we're going to well, try to try to be good every race. That's all we can do. Well, congratulations tonight, Big A, Anthony Sanders. Uh, we look for you to, to win a couple more of these this year and uh, be there at the end for the points championship, right? Yep, they say once you get the first one, the second one comes pretty easy. So it took me 10 years to get this one, so hopefully it won't take as long to get the second one. Hey, your car looks really good with that confetti on it here tonight, too, I think. Yeah, too bad we're in an open trailer. We're going to blow it off going down the interstate, but we'll take a picture of it before we do. That's right. Congratulations, man. So the Ultimate Series is in action coming up this weekend where Anthony Sanders will go and try to retain his points lead. They will be in action Friday night at the Natural Bridge Speedway in Natural Bridge, Virginia, for the 5,000 to win event. It's the road to Jamaica for the Virginia Motor Speedway on Friday, on Saturday night. 
The Ultimate Series will be in action for 20000 to win. So that's where those Ultimate cars will be going. I, I would look for a lot of a lot of heavy hitters uh, showing up there this weekend. It will be the biggest paying super late model race in the country this weekend for 20000 to win. I'd like to thank the Ultimate Series for all they do for us, uh, letting us cover their events. But unfortunately, I won't be heading to that race this weekend. We'll actually, uh, you can find me at the Still in Motion event going on this weekend down in Union, South Carolina at the Union County Dragway. It's a pretty cool event. A lot of gassers, a lot of nostalgic stuff. But anyway, yeah, there's more super late model racing to be digested this week and this weekend coming up. May 12th, this Wednesday night, you can catch action from brownstown brownstown speedway brownstown indiana the castrol flow night in america series will be in action that should be pretty exciting and then of course the lucas oil late model dirt series is back in action this weekend with action picking up at 411 motor speedway in seymour tennessee on friday night and headed to talladega short track in east of boga alabama on saturday night may the 15th so the lucas oil series will be back in action i look for uh, a lot of I mean, those will be some good races, man, the heavy hitters. I don't know if uh, – well, I think they went to Talladega Short Track a couple of years ago. It didn't didn't register with my memory right away. But, yeah, they've been there. And then, of course, this weekend also, Farmer City and Fairbury have got two pretty huge races if you're up in the Illinois area. 10,000 to win on Friday night at Farmer City and 15,000 to win at Fairbury Falls on Saturday night for the Mars Series. Fans can return to Eldora Speedway this weekend to see the Super Late Models in action for the first time since 2019, as there will be a 5,000 to win dirt car Super Late Model event there this weekend at Eldora Speedway. Look forward to catching that and seeing what's going on there. It should be uh, should be a pretty good show. And then, of course, you know, uh, about a month from today, man, the uh, All Eyes and Dirt Late Model Racing will be on the Dream. They're going to run two Dreams this year, over $250,000 possible to win right there in a four-day stretch at Eldora Speedway. I can't wait to get there, man. I'm super excited. I'm pumped up to get there. Should be a good one. We're going to reach back into the history books here and give you a little history lesson this week. We're going to throw it back to the third NDRA race of 1981 at Livonia, Georgia, Livonia Speedway, where Mike Duval scored his first career NDRA win. Mike Duval drove for a new team and found a new garden of delight as he won the NDRA Roscoe's Racing 100 race at Charlie's Raceway in Livonia, Georgia. It was Duval's 15th start in the NDRA competition and the first behind the wheel of Dick Murphy's number 54 Camaro. The Gaffney, South Carolina got around Jack Pennington in the 59th lap and led the rest of the way. Jerry Inman retook the NDRA point lead from Ronnie Johnson by finishing second, and Pennington came in third. Don Seaborn of Dayton, Ohio, ran fourth and fifth place, went to Larry Moore, one lap off the pace. This is a first-class car, said Duval, who had been hampered with all sorts of troubles throughout his NDRA career. It's fast, reliable, and Dick has assembled a good pit crew. This is what I've been looking for. Car owner Murphy planned to repaint the car and lettered the doors with Flintstone Flyer. The somewhat surprising front row in qualifying was Pennington and Seabourns. Pennington, driving in one of his rare appearances in the 100-lapper, had to wait out four attempts to get the race started as Rex depleted the field. Larry Moore was among those involved in the mishaps. Pennington led the opening lap as Inman, Seaborn, and Duval filed in behind. Pennington developed a full-turn lead in the first 30 laps as Duval assumed second. Duval was the quickest in the field as they approached the halfway mark. There was only one caution, aside from the four false starts, 
and Duval was soon planted on Pennington's bumper, the duo toured the oval in spectacular fashion, neither one of them making a mistake. Finally, after 59 laps, Duval scampered into the lead. Joe Bishop looped his car on lap 80 for the only caution. When the green flag was unfurled, Inman took second place but couldn't close in on Duval. Freddie Smith finished sixth, and Ronnie Johnson was seventh. Joe Bishop, Bill Morgan, and Brad Malkewitt rounded out the top ten. Buck Simmons was racing, was running fifth when he suffered mechanical problems and departed after 43 laps. He wound up 14th in the field of 22. Pennington and Seaborn won the two heat races. Only two heats were run due to the shortage of entrance. This is from the book, The Greatest Show on Dirt, The Definitive History of the NDRA, 1978 to 1985 by Greg Field. And I highly recommend this book, and I will probably be reading some history lessons out of this uh, coming up on the show. I really enjoy doing that. I uh, had a lot of good compliments after we did that last week. And coming up after this quick break, we're going to go to Andy's Tow and Phone Line and talk to Mike Norris from Fairbury Speedway and get his thoughts on the upcoming weekend. This is the Forward Bike Podcast on the Speed Sport Podcast Network and NASCAR digital media zero to 60 in less than a second seems unrealistic right not on the iRacers download Taylor Burris and Justin Prince take you behind the scenes of the iRacing world with drivers from the e-NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing series and more plus news and updates you'll only find here the latest episode is available now on the Speed Sport Podcast Network NASCAR digital media and your favorite podcast platforms we're going to go to Andy's tow and phone line and talk to Mike Norris from Fairbury Speedway, the voice of Fairbury Speedway, and also Eldora Speedway whenever he can make it there. So, Mike, it's uh, it's good to have you join the show tonight. Man, I've uh, known you for a few years, and we've always had a lot of good times together, and uh, thought I'd get you on the show here to preview what you've got coming up this weekend at Fairbury. Well, first of all, Kyle, I just want to say thanks, and uh, thanks for letting me be on your show. And, yeah, we got a big weekend coming up here at the Fairbury Speedway. The Mars Tour will be in action there. And uh, what kind of who, – who are some names we can expect, especially with the World of Outlaws being off this weekend? I'm sure some uh, some of those Illinois drivers will be there that, uh, that you expect to see on the World of Outlaws normally, but uh, I'd say they'll be rolling in there, wouldn't they? Yeah, definitely going to be a big show. $15,000 on the line. 3,000 to win for the Modifieds. Um, I expect a good field of cars. We're hoping, uh, you know, drivers like Bobby Pierce, Brandon Shepard, I know, is going to drive the B5 uh, house car. I think Chase Younghand said he might make his way here. Um, drivers like Dennis Herb, Shannon Babb, and, um, you know, many more. Should be a great show. Yeah, those many mores will always sneak up on you there, won't they? Yes, yeah. You, you you just never know when uh, you put that much money on the line, and uh, it's glad to have the uh, World of Outlaws out when you get guys like Tony Izzo and Matt Curl put their heads together. It's going to be quite a weekend. Well, what makes that place tick? You know, Fairbury. We're here. We hear about it all the time, and of course, I haven't been yet. I, uh, you know, I'm guilty of that. I've got to get up there, and I will get up there before we know it. But what really makes that place tick, as far as uh, from the perspective of a fan and a and a racer? Uh, just it seems like it's a big uh, atmosphere, a different atmosphere from anywhere you can go in the country up there. Yeah, we um, we're pretty known for the atmosphere that we create between the awesome fans that we have, uh, the awesome drivers that uh, attend. Um, we just we just do our best to put on the um, give the racers their best racetrack that we possibly can, and the rest uh, takes care of itself. We have a. Uh, um, 
I would say one of the best staffs in the country when it comes from ticketing to track prep. And uh, of course you got Matt Curl, one of the best promoters in the business. And, uh, he knows how to make it happen. You put it all together and that's uh, something special and called the Fairbury Speedway and hashtag falls has really taken off here last, uh, several years. And, um, I'm just happy to be a part of it. I've been here all my life and, you know, um, we're just happy to have all these awesome fans that keep coming, and we're fortunate to have great racing, man. Yeah, to have a place like that in your backyard that has become such a destination over the last few years for dirt late model fans all across America flocking to that track. Uh, what does it really mean to you to have a track like that? Like you said, it's been in your backyard all your life. Do you, do you realize <laughs> that you're spoiled a little bit? Yeah. You know, people tell me that I just had one of my uh, couple of super fans at the Fairbury Speedway, Heidi and Bud, and they make it all over the country. And the first thing they said when they're from Fairbury is, that, oh, man, we can't wait to get there. So I guess it could be the other way around. Like, yeah, we were there and it sucked. But when, when people from all over the country say they can't wait to come to my little town and this awesome racetrack, I mean, it's. It means everything. It's we've been working for this all our lives. All the people that have worked here, we've had a dedica- dedicated fairboard staff, and um, you know, just just from everybody that's ever put any blood, sweat, and tears here. I mean, this is what it's for, and we we love to host the first timers, and uh, we got to get you here, Kyle. I know Dirty Grass Soul is talking about coming, so you got to come. If those guys come up there i'll i'll try to uh i'll try to see if i can't fit in some of their luggage and get get up there with them i've come <laughs> we're hoping there. to we're hoping to get them to sing uh for the prairie dirt classic not i'm hoping i'm not doing a spoiler alert but we were hoping to get dirty grass soil possibly for the prairie dirt classic thursday night before the uh big race on friday and saturday i know they would love that you know every time i talk to kevin he's uh he's a big fan of fairberry he watches a lot of the races from up there and he uh he talks about it all the time and I think that would be a highlight of his career to get the chance to do that. You know, he's actually this week they're uh, they're playing a show with Blackberry Smoke, and that's one of my favorite bands too. And I hate I can't go yes, see them. Yes, sir. Yeah, no. I, Kevin and I've been talking back and forth, and um, I've been talking with Gunner and Matt a little bit, and uh, we're just we're doing our best and trying to pencil them in there. And uh, Thursday night we do a big auction for the. Uh, for the Shriners Children's Hospital, we got door panels, and then we play uh, have a bago tournament, and then we have live band. Everybody sits around and drink a little beer and have a little fun. And uh, Dirty Grass Soul will hopefully be a big uh, big hit here at Falls. Oh yeah, those people up there will love them, man. They will. Well, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that Prairie Dirt Classic coming up. But describe for our listeners that may have never seen that track, or well, I'm sure everybody's seen that track, but just. What makes that place so racy, man? It's a it's a track that's only wide enough for like two cars, but they race four wide on it. It looks like. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty crazy. It's a black dirt. Uh, everybody swears by that Illinois black dirt, but um, I think one thing that we do is uh, Chad, Randy, Steve Ricketts, Aaron Ricketts, and Chad Bowman. You know those guys. They work very hard at um, what they do, and they have um, what do I want to say? I don't want to call them the doctors of dirt, but no, they have they figured are. out. Yeah, they have figured out a recipe that works, and um, they put the H two O to it. You know, the water truck, and it is fast early, but uh, to, for a quarter mile to hold up for a hundred hundred laps, you have to do that, exactly. and it produces races. Well, that you've seen and we've seen that are pretty legendary, and uh, we're just lucky that those guys are so good at what they do. 
I've uh, there's been many a nights where I'll be jumping up and down in my living room watching the races from your track. I mean, it's it is exciting, and and you bring a lot of energy to that. You know, with you announcing those races every week there. Yeah, we. I, I tend to get a little overboard. I know that, but man, sitting uh, up in the seat, I think I have one of the best seats in the country, right up above the racetrack. I mean, we are literally right on top of it, and. Um, I mean, I just watch him come off of four, you know, you shepherd with the slide job a year ago. It's or a couple of years ago, whatever that was. It's just, it's phenomenal. And, and we're so lucky and we feel so fortunate to have, you know, so, so many good races and, you know, it's just, I hope the ball keeps rolling and then we'll just keep going and hopefully the racing gets even better. Yeah. And the racers love coming there too. And the ball is rolling. You know, you guys are going to have your biggest race, ever in the history of the speedway this year with 50,000 to win for the prairie dirt classic and uh, i don't know the exact date but it's late july i know that and uh mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that i mean i know that's going to be a huge event uh you know where are you going to put all the people the campers the <laughs> race cars it's going to be quite a quite <laughs> yeah. a production isn't it yeah. the last uh, saturday of july friday and saturday i don't a good announcer would know the exact dates but the last friday and saturday of july need to get here on thursday um I believe to all the ticketing is pretty much sold out. I mean, uh, there's a general admission on the front stretch, so get here and get early. I know Matt would tell me, go to fairburyspeedway.com for all the details because I don't want to leave anything out. But all the uh, camping on on the grounds is sold out. Um, everything, there's a few maybe outside uh, the grounds, uh, that you'd have to know somebody to know somebody, but I'm not going to discourage anybody, but just go to the website, check it all out. If you have any questions you can ask on the, um, Facebook side, I know some people still have questions or you can get a hold of myself and I'll try to point you in the right direction, but $50,000 on the line, um, two days of awesome racing. I think we have the, uh, one of the best formats in the country with four four big features or six big features, I don't know, usually four big features on Friday night and then B mains and or LCQs they call it now and, and then the hundred lap fifty thousand one Prairie Dirt Classic. Yeah, that is an interesting format. Nobody else does it like uh, like Falls. And you know, on Friday night, you guys uh, always run the four twenty five lap heat races, and those and and themselves are usually very exciting. Yeah. Yes, 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 they are. We've uh, we've put together quite a formula for success, and it, it has worked. And, um, you know, when you get good track prep, and, and then we mix in the modifieds, and we have one of the best um, modified groups here between Harrison, uh, Hoffman, McKinney, you know, uh, Weiser, and all these guys that have ever, you know, that have won here. They come from all over, some of the best modified drivers in the, in, in the country along with the uh, late mile drivers it, it's quite a, it's quite a show it definitely is and and you know you're talking about the modifieds i can or i just remember maybe last year well the last time they ran with fans kenny wallace won there in a in one of those preliminary <laughs> yeah. nights and he talked yeah. he talked about that like it was his biggest win in his career and he's actually done a lot you know and it was at fairbury yeah yeah, yeah I, I tell you the, the, the backstretch can make people famous at the fairbury speedway or boy they can boo <laughs> it can go it can go both ways, you know, whether it'll make you a zero or make you a hero real fast. So <laughs> that backstretch is something else. But uh, I remember when Ledford made the last lap pass and made the show that Michael Ledford and uh, put it in the show, that backstretch erupted in one of the loudest cheers I've ever heard. So, 
yeah, good you, stuff. Yeah, man, there's been some good memories from just from some of the races I've watched there. I can remember you uh, saying the what was Tyler Herb thinking that was just a classic yeah, moment of poor the, Tyler. But that, yeah, but that just became a classic moment of the sport, and it happened yeah. at your track. Your your voice yeah. was attached to that, and uh, I don't think anybody will ever let him live that down. Yeah. Well, he was he was a little younger and a little inexperienced at the moment, and. Uh, he tried to fit uh, what do we want to say like a like a square through a through a circle hole or something you know, <laughs> however that goes you know Saint Bernard going through the cat door but just didn't quite fit and he clobbered on Zicker pretty hard and uh, you know he's an awesome guy him and I have been good friends since since that ever happened and I just feel bad for him but, then, but when you go back it's like oh man yeah it's well it's funny now it's like you said it's it's just you know that was a, that was a while ago but what i'm saying is that was just one of the that was one of the highlights of the sport yep. for sure yeah that yeah there's there's yeah there's there has been the moments with davenport and dennis herb was probably one of my favorite moments yep. and then you had mccready and uh, jimmy owens coming off of uh, three there in the last lap and then pierce mcdowell and bab and I think that was one of the first times we went with the world of outlaws. That was, um, I mean, there has been so many memorable moments and there's, there's going to be so many to come. So it's just, it's a great weekend. I hope to see everybody here. Definitely. It's going to be a good one. Well, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit more about how, well, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is you mentioned, um, you mentioned Jonathan Davenport picking up that win, and I remember seeing pictures of him driving to the bank and Devin Moran, mm-hmm. too. Uh, the bank's just right there. I mean, your track is just right in the middle of the little community there of Fairbury, and uh, all the all the businesses and everybody gets behind it, and there's signs about it, and really like no yeah. other the way that, that town really gets behind that racetrack. You don't see that anywhere else in the country. I mean, there's there's racetracks going on and and you know parts of the country where you know they could care less they don't even care about it uh, you know that's but up there they really get behind it and support it and that is so cool to see tell me a little bit more about how that is we have uh for at least for that weekend but every saturday night it seems like the town empties out of their houses and uh, heads out to the racetrack and we are so fortunate to have the support of all the city whether it comes to uh you know the local businesses the bars the um liquor stores the uh, you know what i mean just everybody gets behind the town and then you know um on that weekend everybody is so inviting and everybody's so you know just welcomes racers to the community and, and takes them in and whether it's uh our ace hardware or dave's supermarket you know and it's it's just a great little town that, that is so welcoming and um you know, it's one of those things that you, you're glad to be a part of. And I think we're all the same, you know, everybody in this town's just like myself and we want these racers to be here and the fans to be here. And when they do come and they do open their wallets up to say, Hey, you know, we're going to come to your little track or your track in your town. We show them appreciation just right back. And I think that's, that's the biggest part is to make them feel so welcome here at February. Yeah, it gets me excited just hearing you say that. I think it's so neat. I've seen pictures from, uh, like, your grocery store there and, like, the uh, the bakery there will decorate cakes that says Falls on yep. it and yep. all yep. that kind of stuff. And, uh, I mean, that's just yeah. unheard of. Like, that's almost like a big NASCAR race coming to town yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Dave's, Dave's, I tell you what, the the family is, uh, it's been going since 1950, and they still carry out your groceries. So, 
they got a meat department back there. I mean, you think of like Andy Griffith show and that's kind of what the mentality is here in Fairbury is, you know, just old school Americana, man. You know, we just, just, I don't know. It's just, you just got to come and enjoy it for a weekend and see what it's all about. It's good times. Small town living with a dirt track in the middle. Well, Mike Norris, I I appreciate you being on the show tonight, man. And I appreciate your friendship and, uh, Oh yeah. You know, uh, we'll we'll have Eldora coming up here in a few weeks at the Dream, and I know I'll see you there and uh, look forward to well, that. Well, well, you know, I'm going to have to take a rain check on that one. I got to go to Cancun, Mexico that weekend, my friend. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to make the Dream this year. Don't tell me you got to go to a wedding or something. I do have to go to a wedding in Cancun, Mexico during the Dirt Late Model Dream. You can Man. thank uh, Chris Bivens. Thank Chris Bivens if you know him on Facebook <laughs> or you see him, make sure and unfriendly no no he's a he's a great brother-in-law and he's been to eldora many times but man well he should know the schedule then you think i don't know maybe i don't know <laughs> hit him up and maybe change the last minute or something oh, man. i don't know <laughs> well that's that's gonna be a good show there with two dreams in one week well we'll have to uh we'll, drink, sure a, is. we'll drink a bush light in your honor that weekend how well, about that god bless you god bless you kyle i, I appreciate it that'd be great well, man, I wish uh, and, uh, I wish y'all a lot of luck this weekend with the weather, and hope you have a good turnout of cars. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be in touch and uh, keeping up with the race there this weekend. And I think it's going to be a good show for you, as it always is. Yes, sir, Kyle. We're going to work hard, and uh, Mother Nature ain't going to stop us. I think everything's going to be good. The percentages are starting to go down. Fifteen thousand dollars to win with the Mars Series, three thousand to win for the mods. Um, that's going to be a who's who of who's going to be here, and. Um, the spring showcase should be just that a spring showcase here at falls this weekend we hope to see everybody here and if you can't uh if you can't make it make sure and uh check it out there absolutely mike well i appreciate you again coming on uh, especially such short notice and uh, we'll do this again sometime we definitely will kyle and i, I look forward to seeing you uh, not at the dream but at the world 100 that's going to be awesome oh yeah that one's going to be even better than the dream i think so should be great should be great it always is All right. Thank you, man. We'll see you. You take care, Kyle. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Another episode of Forward Bite with Kyle Armstrong is in the books for this week. I am Kyle Armstrong, and you're listening to the Speed Sport Podcast Network and NASCAR Digital Media. We'll see you next time.